Hey friend, I'm so glad you're here. I pray that you come as you are and walk away feeling changed. And not because of me, but because of Jesus. In Christ, we are a new creation. We're no longer bound by our past or to do things the way we've always done them, or even the way the world tells us we should. In Him, we are remade and we have new life. So pull up a seat and open your heart as we grow in our walk together and focus on the type of health that's everlasting. Welcome to the Radiantly Healthy Podcast, where our focus is keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus and standing strong on God's promises as we navigate through the struggles of everyday life together. I'm your host, Jenny Chatima, and my goal is to inspire you, encourage you, and maybe even challenge you to make choices towards a more fulfilling life. Welcome, friends. How are you on this beautiful Friday afternoon? I'm getting a little excited because this week we are going to start another four-part series, except this time we're going to take a little bit of a turn. And I recently offered a four-week course on healing, and the foundation um, was on kind of taking a look at God's way of healing the deepest wounds of our heart. And it was through uh, meeting with e- Jesus each day, listening and prayer, um, that these women that signed up for this course uh, began to experience more freedom in their daily life. And so these are women who, when they signed up for this course, you know, we're talking about women who were struggling with anxiety, depression, addictions. Uh, women who said that they wanted to heal from a long-term relationship that they thought was their forever person. So they were coming into this course with having some um, real things happening in their life. And, you know, when I asked them, how has that changed after having a few weeks to dig deeper and lean into God? And they tell me things like, you know, I finally found relief from a crippling anxiety and addiction. Uh, I felt like a prisoner and now I feel free. I'm speaking with God daily um, throughout my day. Uh, Let's see here. Learning how to cope with past trauma and feelings and the feelings, you know, that come with that, right? That, That we have a tendency to want to run from. And also realizing the need for forgiveness and trusting in God. And so I really was just kind of blown away at what God did within their hearts in just these few short weeks. And so I thought, well, this would be a great opportunity to also share this uh, with each of you, my listeners. And so that's what we're going to do. So over the course of these four weeks, like I said, we're going we're gonna to take a look at how God um, can really heal the deepest wounds of our heart. And this week, we're going to talk about how freedom is really more accessible than you think and how God sets us free from our brokenness. And so we're going to take a look at inner healing and what that is. And so to kick things off, I'm going to read from Luke 4.18. If you've got your Bible, you can certainly meet me there. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me 
because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Jesus is aware of his anointing. And he claims to be the messianic servant of the Lord who is speaking. Um, actually, we can take a look at Isaiah 61 is, is um, where this promise is found as well. Um, but that he really is the Messiah that's uniquely anointed by God to bring healing to the brokenhearted. And to set the captives free. When he talks about liberty, uh, you know, that included healing the sick, casting out demons, forgiving sins. That sight to the blind is, wasn't just physically blind, but also the spiritually blind. And when we talk about captivity... It's really a type of bondage from which a person can't break free by willpower alone. So we're talking about things like addiction, anxiety, depression, right? It's real easy to say, well, just don't pick up that next drink. Well, just be happy. Stop worrying so much. But those things don't make sense and they really don't register for the person who is battling addiction, anxiety, depression. It's not a matter of willpower. We're talking about captivity, this bondage that we can't break free from, not on our willpower anyways. And so when we talk about inner healing, It's God's way of healing and setting us free from our brokenness and the deepest wounds of the heart. And as Christians, we have an invitation from Jesus through our personal relationship with him to receive healing from the inside out. And believe it or not, through our prayer life, God's love and healing power can transform painful memories and free us from the emotional and spiritual bondage. That is so much my story of encountering Christ in a personal way and him just like blasting through the door of my heart, just ripping it wide open. And just pouring his healing love in there. Now it did take some work on my part because I had to be the one to come and sit and meet with him. I had to be open or willing, I should say, to open my heart to that. Because for a lot of years I was pretty closed off to that. Inner healing touches us in our deepest suffering. That of the heart the mind, and the inner core of our being. 
When we've been deeply wounded from past experiences, we carry the memories of those experiences and the feelings associated with those experiences. So in contrast to, let's say, strengthening and life-giving effects of positive memories, painful memories can damage the emotions, crippling and binding us in our personal, emotional, and spiritual lives. The shortened version is that you feel stuck. You want to make some changes, except you can't move forward. Try as you might, you know, that willpower, things just aren't changing. So let's take a look at three reasons for inner healing. The first one is because we are born into a sinful, fallen world. What's that mean? To live in a fallen world means we struggle with sin on a daily basis. We experience heartache and pain. We witness natural disasters, loss, injustice, inhumanity, falsehood, like all of that's happening, right? People at odds against one another, whole lot of violence. None of this was God's original plan for humanity. But we fell from our original position in the Garden of Eden. So now we live in a fallen world. The second reason for inner healing would be because of wounds that were inflicted on us by others that leave scars. The things that have happened to us. We're talking about You know, abuse, neglect, having our heart broken and stomped on. And the third reason is for, you know, because of the damage that's a result of the personal sin that we commit. These are the things that we are personally responsible for. You know, as I've shared and um, parts of my own personal life, you know, the pain of losing my dad at 18 was just unbearable. And I didn't know how to process how I was really feeling. And so I turned to alcohol and eventually drugs as a means of coping. I didn't want to be sad. You know, I was used to being this positive, upbeat girl And so I tried to bypass grief. However, trauma left untreated often manifests into things like anxiety, depression, and addiction. And I thought somehow that time would just heal that without me really having to take a look at it. And trauma doesn't work like that. The years may pass, but that doesn't mean our heart is healed. 
we see the world as we are. So if we have unhealed wounds like I did, we're going to be operating from a place of brokenness. We don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. And this is why for any of us who have experienced anything traumatic in our life, unless God heals us in our brokenness, we will not live and grow into the people that he created us to be. And that's the true self. Instead, we're, we're going to live more like prison, prisoners that are trapped in the bondage of our deep wounds. And that's kind of how I felt towards the end before I sought help for my addiction. I felt trapped because I thought ultimately that I had tried everything within my own willpower to make this thing go away. I didn't want to keep turning to alcohol and drugs. I really didn't. For five years, I tried to quit on my own. And I was serious about it. I really didn't want to do those things anymore. Except I wasn't facing the real issue. And that was that my heart was in need of mending. And for me personally, it was only when I began to experience the healing love of Christ that I started to feel freedom mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Have you ever struggled with self-sabotage? When we talk about self-sabotage, it refers to behaviors or thought patterns that kind of hold you back and prevent you from doing what you want to do. I see this a lot with the women that I work with when they come to work with me. Lots of self-sabotage happening. They have really awesome goals. Except typically, they don't feel worthy They're not feeling loved. And so it's really hard to step out of that cycle on our own. If you experience self-sabotage, there's a good probability that trauma is at the root, believe it or not. And if we carry that trauma in our memories, it affects our whole life and it doesn't just go away. And here's the kicker with that because this affects our relationship to ourself. And it's our thoughts that lead to our feelings and our feelings that lead to the choices we make or the actions we take. And if my thought pattern is that I'm not good enough, 
chances are I don't feel very good about myself. I probably feel pretty sad or depressed. And then what kind of choices and actions am I making in my life? Are they healthy? Are they life-giving? Probably not. In my personal experience, my thought life was so damaged for quite a few years. The thought I had, and I can't remember if I've shared this on previous episodes, the thought I had was that I was diseased. My dad passed away from complications of hepatitis C and our family had to be tested and we didn't have it, but somewhere along the way, the enemy planted the lie that I had that too. So I believed that I was diseased. I'm a young woman, 18, 19, 20. I feel diseased. That's my thought process. So guess how I felt? I mean, I did my best to put on a happy face, but inside, if I wasn't drunk or high, I didn't feel good. And that just led me into that pattern of self-sabotage by continuing to turn to drugs and alcohol as my source of confidence. This also affects our relationship with others. Because if we can't love who we are, how do we love anybody else? And most importantly, this affects our relationship with God, which is the source of our health and happiness. But the good news is that God's original plan for humanity included spiritual, emotional, physical, and relational wholeness. And the healing presence of Jesus can set us free. So what do we do? Where do we even go from here? In terms of inner healing and taking these things and opening our heart to God, he's going to be the one doing the heavy lifting. Our part is to acknowledge and express suppressed or repressed emotions. We're no longer running. This is why meeting with him each day is essential to our healing journey. And it's a process, you know, it's a process that takes time. But God removes the layers of our woundedness and creates a new foundation that's built in him. 
in 2014, I took part in this nine month long program where I had to commit to an hour of prayer a day. And I mean, I had no idea what this hour a day would turn into or that it was being, that it would be exactly what was missing in my life to feel whole. As I talked about, you know, it just like Jesus just ripped the door of my heart wide open. Which allowed the healing that I really wanted, but I had just tried so hard to run from. And encountering him in such an intimate way has just completely changed my life. I mean, it still, it just still blows me away. It's just so good. And so when we talk about this inner healing, we are really taking everything to him in prayer. We're no longer running. And this type of prayer is just really about listening to God more than talking in all honesty. I want to share one final thought with you. Because I don't think it's a coincidence that you're listening to this podcast. It's the parable of the lost sheep. says, then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. The lost sheep represents somebody who is lost, a lost human being. But Jesus leaves the 99 to go find that one that's lost. Jesus told this story to illustrate the love and compassion that God has for every person, including you.
Have you been feeling lost? Or maybe like you've lost yourself? You don't know who you are anymore? You feel so far from the person that God created you to be? And yet you're hungry. You're hungry for more of God. You hunger for wholeness. The beautiful part is that God seeks us out. And he rejoices when we're found. We serve a good shepherd whose heart is for us to be found, rescued, and renewed. He brings us into a state of wholeness for the sake of his glory. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We thank you that you are that good shepherd that seeks us out when we are lost. We thank you that no matter how far down the scale we have gone, that we're never outside of your arm's reach. We thank you that your love for us has no limits and holds the power to heal our wounded hearts. I pray, Father, that we would be bold and share with you the things that we've kept in the dark, the things that keep us in captivity and in bondage. I pray, Father, that we would open our heart to you and as we do, that your love and light would just blast through, setting us free. We thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for hanging with me today. See ya. Thank you for supporting the Radiantly Healthy podcast. If today's episode has impacted you, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review, and maybe even share with someone that needs a little extra encouragement and a whole lot of Jesus. Also, I have more free resources available for you to encourage you on your journey towards greater health, healing, and wholeness including a weekly devotional and blog. You can find all of this plus the services that I offer over at jennychatima.com.